Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Wrath of Khan Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Happy July. Yes, happy July. This is Moving our, into an... Yeah. This is our third month. I know. It's great. Pretty cool. Uh, we have moved on... Far. Sorry. Yeah, no, really. We're on minute 24 now. I mean, that's... Uh, I'm having a good time, and I hope the people are having a good time as well. Me too. So, uh, <laughs> as we ended with last minute, we saw the infamous Seti Eel, and uh, this minute starts out with Khan saying, they killed 20 of my people, mm. and ends with Khan again saying, susceptible to suggestion. That's a mouthful. It is. I no off air. I had trouble saying that. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. So let's start with his intro line to this minute because I know we talked about this a little bit, and let's do the math here. Yep. So <clears throat> he says to start off the minute, they've killed twenty of my people. We've already identified that there are fourteen survivors. Yep. And. Originally, Khan had said that there were 70 on the Botany Bay. Yes. So, And 20 are killed by the eels, 14 left. So that means there's 36 unaccounted for crew members. That's the math I got, too. So my question to you is, where are those 36 people? <laughs> they're in the uh, cargo bays next door. And <laughs> yeah, they're still hitching a ride on the Enterprise. <laughs> uh, I would assume that they uh, did not make it through the uh, the explosion of SETI Alpha 6 because so, everything was laid waste. Right, so it was laid waste, and that happened uh, a couple months after they got there, right? Yep. So six months after they were there, everything was laid waste. And he says, this is the only remaining indigenous life form. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that while they were there for those six months that there's some massive Bengal tiger roaming SETI Alpha 5 and, you know, they sneaked a, a couple of uh, Botany Bay snacks every night? The ghost in the darkness? Is that the, uh, those two, the two lions? Uh, some space ghost in darkness? Uh, yeah. yeah, I suppose that too, right? It did, they don't really go into any detail. And um, kind of the, the reference material I've been hitting on uh, they don't really account for those other 36 of how they, uh, you know, I was going to say came to be, but I guess it would be the opposite. Right. How they came to no longer be. So, and I, I know it's not, you know, but it's just sometimes I wonder if they throw numbers out just for the sake of throwing numbers out and whether or not people will actually, like us, will catch it. Yeah. Well, you know, I've... Uh, it's interesting now that we're because we're talking about it in the minutia and everything in the you know seventy seventy seventy. But I remember we haven't talked about you know 
the newly named Kelvin timeline, right? Yes. Uh, in the Star Trek universe. Right. Um, yep. Uh, so this alternate reality that's uh, that's uh, been spawned by Nero coming through the was it a black hole? Is that what he did? The the wormhole. They wormhole? used the red the red matter to create yeah. the create that wormhole or the whatever effect that allowed them to right. go people, through time. People are yelling at us right now, Dave. It they was are. a black hole, you fools. It probably was. Uh, whichever it was. But anyway, that started the, uh, I guess it was up until just recently, it was called, people were referring to it as the Abrams verse uh, for J.J. Abrams, but now they've officially renamed it to the Kelvin timeline. Um, and uh, so Star Trek Into Darkness. We haven't talked about it really at all. And yes. It's, and it's kind of the, it's the, the reboot of of Space Seed and Rathacon. Um, yep. And there was a lot of emphasis in that film about the 70, right? Because the 70, uh, the yeah, 70 the, the torpedoes and the 70. Torpedoes, yes. They talked about it. A lot, they, they, I felt like they overemphasized that number. Um, so now coming back around to this, it's like, all right, 70, got it, got it. Right, I think, yeah. I think I'm over the 70 because of Into Darkness. And while we were talking, I quickly researched, it is a black hole. Aha. Uh-huh. So the red matter does create the black hole. There we go. <laughs> but yes, obviously 70 is the magic number. So after his line, if they you know, killed 20 of my people, including his beloved wife. His beloved wife, which we assume is the uh, woman that came down with them. Right. That, that, that mutinied um, with him on the ship. Right. And I think that's so... You're right, yeah, Lieutenant MacGyver's right. That's that's yes. what everybody's assuming, and, it, and because it's an assumption, it's not canon, right? Because it's not called out. It's not. They don't say she, uh, in the film. He doesn't say her, her name, right? Yeah. In the in the working script and in the novelization, he mentions uh, MacGyver's, but he doesn't say my wife MacGyver's. He just it's it's definitely heavily implied in the, yes in the in the script, but in the film, he just says my beloved wife. So, right. Um, so anyway, I just, I just found it interesting. Like, Oh yeah, for assuming stuff, then it's not really canon. It's not, we don't know who it was. Right. Yes. Um, uh, interesting tidbit, um, on MacGyver. She was played by actress Madeline Rue, um, in the, in space seed. And, yep. uh, uh, Harv Bennett, who was one of the producers of Rathacon, um, has said that she was originally supposed to be in, uh, Rathacon. Um, so, uh, but it, he had discovered, I guess, that uh, Madeline Rue uh, has uh, multiple sclerosis uh, oh, okay. and confined to a wheelchair. Um, so he ended up writing the character out of the story rather than recast it, you know, rather than put her in it, but recast it with some other actors. Right. So, kind of a drag, you know, they got, you know, maybe back then. Right, you know, like oh, she's in a wheelchair. Forget it. We can't use her in a film. I think I think today they probably would have been a little more like, of course, yeah. we'll figure out how to you know get her in a uh, cargo bay wheelchair, you know, improvised get, wheelchair. So you say that, and now we go back to our conversation of the fourteen remaining crew members that all look like they're teenagers, but yet on the TV show they were all adults. Yeah, I can't talk about it anymore, Dave. Because I'll, I'll tell you, I think between we will get past this. I believe me, we will get past this. I had I had another realization, another one in this you know this paradox that we're that we're kind of stuck in is how yeah. Khan's the only one with gray hair. Yes, he is. So what the? It, it, yeah, I, 
I, I can't do it anymore. I just have to. I mean, it's fantastic hair. I mean, it is flowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to, you know, what's my suspension of disbelief? I have to physically suspend it and just go yes. with it. Yep. That's so we got to. Okay. So to our fans, to the people listening, we're letting it go. <laughs> Let it go already. <laughs> um, so uh, I just wanted to call out because um, we've been doing this. Um, uh, right after Khan says they killed 20 of my people, they cut to Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> Full on flop sweat, um, which he yeah. is nervous. Yeah, he's like, I'm not happy about what I'm witnessing. Yes. Um, and uh, the other thing, I uh, is another looking at Maltabon's um, acting um, when he says, you know, he's he's reaching into the into the terrarium, and, right? And when he says the line, he, you know, even my my beloved wife, and he he jabs into the tank. Like right at the yeah. same time, and there is a look on his face. Like mm. you can tell, he's like, "Screw you, Seti Eels, for taking my, you know, my wife." You could just, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a nice little twist because he's putting that emotion, um, you know, talking about his wife. He's putting that emotion, and and he's, you can see that he's taking it out on them a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. That's one of the, the great th- attributes of this character is how emotional he is yeah. over, you know, the death. The capture, the anger he feels at at Kirk, and you know the protection he feels over his crew. Yeah, he. I mean, fantastic. Good choice in actor in selection yes. of actors. <laughs> um, other thing too, just uh, his. Uh, you ever watch when he when he first when he does that when he when he jabs the eel to kind of pin mm. it down, and he starts going through the motions. He's picking up the bowl and doing all that stuff. That looks very real to me what he you know ricardo's right. acting there looks very real it looks like he's really struggling with something like to hold it down yeah he's, right, like he's trying to hold it down he's trying to grab the bowl he's trying to, he's kind of rushing a little bit i just like i'm like wow that's that's a lot of detail they put into that uh you know he's he's just he's just poking at a puppet um but it, it looks real real like he's dealing with a real live animal oh yeah I mean, again, we've we've talked about the budget and to, I mean, it just looks, yes. I mean, his acting and the combination of what's going on make that scene. Yep. Um, and Terrell's, uh, yeah, Terrell's sweat. Yeah. So another another observation I had. It, it feels like there's, there's tons of great little moments in this minute. Uh, as he, Khan's uh, pulling the pulling the juvenile eels out and dropping them in the yep. bowl and uh as he's dropping in the bowl if you look back into the into the group in the background check off and and terrell are standing there now they look bored <laughs> a little bit they're sort of just standing there waiting but yet they cut to them when you know you look in the bowl and you see the two they sort of both give each other a look as to like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> i do love that look <laughs> they're paul both Win- like paul winfield's like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> but again Khan's crew is completely unaffected or unfazed by this entire, you know, simple Jack holding, uh, you know, Terrell there is like looking off into space, not noticing anything. It's like, what did you call him? Simple Jack. <laughs> Doesn't he look like simple Jack? He does. Uh, but look at the guy behind him. 
the guy behind him was the the one who's kind of ageless. We don't know how old he is. He's like <laughs> he's like stretching and trying to lean around to get a good look at what Khan's doing. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, can you step aside, man? I can't see the eels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so that one, uh, that one's fun. Yes. Um, where else we got? I got a couple things about um, the eels, the eels themselves. Um, when he when he pulls, I think the second one out from the back of the parent, he kind of yeah. shakes it off. <laughs> like it's you know, like if you get like a fork full of something with too much sauce on it, you kind of give the fork a shake to get the <laughs> extra sauce off. That's what it looks like he's doing. Do you think he's going to tap it up against the side of the tank as he lifts it out just to get uh, get the slime off? Too much slime. Can't have that in their ear. No. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask. Like, we know that this particular creature killed uh, twenty of their people. Is it? You know, are they? Obviously, they crawl in through the ear and create the. You know, do what they do. Mm-hmm. Is is that what was killing them, or was you know are they venomous? Is that why they're in the little terrarium? You know what what other things? You know I would have figured after the first couple had died, they probably would have put stuff in their ears or <laughs> or. That's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering like it. They're they're kept in this terrarium thing, and he's not sticking his hand in there. Mm-hmm. He's sticking these forceps in there. Like th- maybe their bite also is venomous, or can kill them that way. Hmm. I don't know. We see. Uh, I mean, in an upcoming minute, we see them. Kind of see they've got tongues, right? They do. There's some kind of probe. Yeah. Um, no, I just assumed. I mean, you know, he gives this. You know, Khan gives this ominous description of, you know, how they died and. and uh, well, yeah, just so years and wrapping around their cerebral cortex. And the way yeah, that. and uh, and how and how did he know that they became susceptible? I knew I was going to do it. How did he know that they became susceptible to suggestion? Like, did they just start saying stuff to these people and they just did them? That's a great question. Do you think they like experimented on? Well, that's that's what I'm kind of you know he he has a little bit of you know he's the villain, mm. so you know did he do some villainy with his own crew? Yeah, he's got quite the. Um, you're right. He's got quite the uh, the scientific explanation of things. Oh, mm. first comes uh, madness, then paralysis, then death. Right? It's right. It's like okay, so he's taking copious notes is the way is way I'm reading this. Right. Yeah. Um, so he's watched it a lot. I don't know. It could maybe. Yeah, you're right. I think he could have, he could have done some experimenting in the name of science. And then, yeah, definitely in the name of science. Yes, because yeah. he does have that superior intellect. Right. Um. Just before we get this shot of them in the bowl, I realize as I'm watching the minute that I'm, you know, you know, reliving this this scene from 11 year old Chris when I watch it the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me with this? I'm in my. <laughs> You know, not enjoying myself. This is horrible. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm watching it again, and I'm realizing I'm getting tense. And it's not just—I don't think it's just because I'm reliving the moment. It's James Horner's score. Yes, it's just all those classic, you know, violins just climbing, and climbing, that, and yes. climbing, and climbing. Like, ah, you're killing me. Um, and then, uh, 
um, I think right after the, he drops him in the bowl, I think, and lets go of the, the adult, and the music kind of, whoo, you know, changes. Yeah. Right. Um, when they go in the bowl, uh, how do they do that? They're, they're moving, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he just sort of drops him in there, and... Uh, but I swear one of, them, one of them moved. Like, are those... Could be real, like, slugs or something. You think it was like, like those are just that... Yeah, there's some kind of real... That's a practical we, effect of a real slug from our Earth. Yeah. Because it wiggles. <laughs> and I'm looking at it right now. I'm rolling it back and forth, and it is wiggling. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> uh, and, and then I see Terrell again make that face. Oh boy! Eh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! What the what the hell is that? Um, I like the nice touch of the the uh, the, the adult eel um, mm. throwing out one last hiss at Khan after he lets go of him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you next time you try that. I'm jumping out of the bowl. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I go ahead. No, I'm just this this minute has a lot going going on. You know, you got Terrell and Chekhov afraid. He explains what these things did to their you know, their population and how fearsome they are. And yet he sort of just casually walks over with a bowl and, you know, tells them I'd be afraid one of them would jump out and latch onto my arm or <laughs> right. And, uh, and how many times do you think Ricardo had to rehearse this this little lecture he's giving when he's like, first they wrap themselves around the cerebral cortex, and he's got the forceps that are like a foot and a half long, and he's just he's just winding them right by his ear. I know. I'm like I would have like poked myself in the eye, I would have jabbed myself in the cheek, you know. He's like just a master of it. Um, and I've never noticed this before uh, until watching this minute as he's giving a speech, and um, he says. Uh, <laughs> he says uh, rendering the victim susceptible to suggestion when, yeah. he, when he says rendering the victim his eyebrows goes up and he points at both of them yes. rendering the victim you two schmoes <laughs> he totally does he totally does uh, so I just thought it was kind of funny Like um, he does it's, it's, it's like you and you victim <laughs> victim in case you were I, wondering what I'm about to do I will I will say I like the, um, you know, pretty much most of the angles that we're seeing the shots are pretty much straight on. But the one angle where he's sort of walking over, it's kind of below and between Terrell and Chekhov. And I feel like it gives a much more menacing feel to him. Like he's, we're looking up at him. Oh, yeah. And when he's doing that and sort of like talking to the, you know, the victims. And I feel like we're seeing like some of that crazy villainy in him. Yeah. And you know what else I just realized? I, that's a, a great observation. Um, it, you know, not to jump ahead, but in the next minute, yeah. Terrell and Chekhov get forced to their knees, and this right. would be about the angle they're at. This would be where they. This is kind of their point of view shot when they're right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, he's a scary dude. Good so, villain. <laughs> good villain. Um, I think that's it, right? He, that's that's where it ends up susceptible yep. to suggestion yep um that i think we hit all the notes i had um yep. for this minute did you have anything else uh n- not for this minute but we have some uh 
some poll information and some cookie information. <laughs> yes. Uh, which one do you want to do? So, uh, obviously, we ran a poll. We had a bunch of people, you know, uh, whether poll. or not – a Twitter poll. Whether or not, um, you know, cons, pecs are fake or real. So we had people on Twitter, you know, responding with uh, the poll. We had a couple people on Facebook, you know, sending messages. I had some people at, you know, a couple people at work who, who <laughs> listened to the podcast, stopped by and talked to me about it. So, um, so we gonna we gonna tell the we gonna tell the viewers what well, it really is. Yeah, the majority of you, the majority of everybody said it was real. I I will admit I am surprised. By the results, I would have assumed yes. most people said fake because I would say for the past 34 years, I've mostly thought it was fake. Yes, and, uh, I, and as actually, as, yeah. as have I. Yes, and I've looked in. You know, I, I know uh, on multiple viewings of the film, we've you know kind of tried to look closely at different angles and you know different shots in the film. Like, yeah, it might be fake. I don't know. It's so hard to tell. Um, right. Well, the answer is uh, that's all him. That is Ricardo Montalban's real chest, and yes. uh, we've got a couple of uh, uh, a couple of sources. What what did it for me personally um, in research, researching the film for the show um, was I found some behind the scenes photos of Khan, and uh, they're they're from scenes later in the movie. He's getting a lot of uh, makeup applied, um, and in the behind the scenes photo, his vest is just open uh, just enough so you can see. Nipple. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, well, there you go. They're real. Because those yep. are, I mean, so that, I'm like, boom, that answered it for me. Yep. I believe one of the producers also came out and had said, in one of the behind-the-scenes documentaries, had also said um, that he was real. Like, he it was, you know, worked out a lot and had a very good physique. Was that, uh, was that Robert uh, Salen, the producer? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I found a quote from him as well. Um we also had one of our listeners, um, so we got this. Uh, what have we? What would we be third hand? So one of our listeners <laughs> said he met George Takai. George Takai, Takai, oh, terrible, terrible Trekkie. Uh, George Takai at a convention got an autograph signed, and he actually asked him the question, like, was 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 Ricardo? Was that his real chest? And uh, uh, George said yes. He had a, he had, well, I think it was like a, a wonderful physique. Something to that effect. So that's third oh hand, my. fourth hand. Oh my! Um, <laughs> so that was fun. So we appreciate uh, appreciate feedback from everybody on that one. Yes. Um, and then uh, we, I think we talked about on the last minute, um, uh, <laughs> made, made a joke about you know his uh, Khan's superior uh, strength and intellect, and uh, we jokingly asked, "I wonder what he smells like." And uh, we had more than one person chime in and said. Oh, he totally smells like pecan sandies. <laughs> Which, what? I can't fault. I can't. I can't fault people for for saying because number one, I hate pecans, <laughs> and two, they're on a sand planet. That sandies. Was, that's pecan yep. sandies. That when, until you told me that off air, I didn't quite know where people were coming from with that answer. But I, uh, uh, I just I found it really funny that more than one person said that. I thought that, that was great. So, yep. so thanks everybody for. Uh, for chiming in and uh, yep, uh, letting us know uh, and uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, all right, well then, I think that's all we've got for uh, listener feedback and all of that jazz. So, um, I'm ready to wrap it up. If you are, sir, I am. 
All right, good, good. Well, then the, uh, we will um, uh, we'll be back on Monday and uh, uh, the 4th we of will. July, right? Yes, holiday weekend for us here in the U.S. Right. I think we're going to try and do some, uh, uh, some episodes um, live and in person. We normally do these uh, uh, remotely um, through Skype, and uh, so I think we're going to try and do some, some uh, episodes together over the holiday. Yep. Um, but uh, until then, you guys can uh, check us out on, on the web. We are uh, rathaconminute.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, WOK Minute at Twitter. Um, you could go to iTunes and uh, uh, leave us a review and a rating to help out the show. That'd be much appreciated. We had, uh, we'll, accept, yep. we'll accept all kinds, but we prefer good ratings. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Don't forget to visit uh, Movies by Minutes. Hmm. Uh, moviesbyminutes.com where you can see all of our Minute Brethren and upon looking at it today what do I see? There's going to be a Ghostbuster Minute. Who are you going to call? I'm excited for that one as well. Yeah, me too. This is, this is, this is, uh, 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 everybody's getting on, on board with these. Uh, they're picking some, some excellent films. So uh, yep. uh, my, my playlist is getting quite large. Oh no, uh, seriously. <laughs> so, alright guys, well then we will... Uh, uh, thanks again, and uh, we will be back on Monday here on the Wrath of Con Minute.